Welcome to A to Z Sports. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. We are powered by BetMGM. Uh, make sure you follow us on social media, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch. We're Nashville's on-demandsports.network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show, and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse, Nashville, the professional landlords in the Nashville area, renterswarehouse.com. Mandu, the pulse of fitness for one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room at mandu.com. Your first workout is free. Wilson County Hyundai, if you need a new car, head out to Lebanon, wilsoncountyhyundai.com for their inventory. Calvin and Subtle for your new hardwood floors and finishings in your home, calvinandsubtle.com. And the Bone & Joint Institute, right where we are today here in Franklin, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care at boneandjointtn.org. So, Zach, uh, before we dive deep into the 17-game schedule and Derrick Henry and what he can do with the 17-game schedule. We do have something coming up a little later on today. Yes, 11 o'clock. We are going to make an announcement. It's something that Austin, myself, and the entire A to Z sports company has been working on for some time now, and we're excited to share that news. 11 a.m., kind of have your antennas up. That's all I'll say. But uh, this is a big step in, I think, the, uh, the right direction here in Nashville for A to Z sports, our company as a whole, and our growth, you guys are obviously a massive part of it, watching our show and interacting, yeah. liking our stuff and sharing our stuff. But we're going to add to that a little bit more at 11 o'clock. So antennas up. You can, you'll find out what we have going on our Instagram, on our Twitter, on Facebook, on our social media feeds, and something else maybe. Uh, but 11 a.m., be be attuned to what's going on. We got a, a big announcement from A to Z as a media company as a whole. Yeah. So Dadson said on YouTube, the math of wins loss we messed up. Gonna let weaker teams in just because they played last games versus backup. So the 17 game schedule is gonna be interesting. Look, that Dadson coming out firing he, with some with the, some opinion. Well, yeah, but that's good. But it, no longer is it, it are the Titans. Forever nine and seven, right? <laughs> that will change. The math does not equal eight and eight, nine and seven. So we're all going to have to retool and re Nine, seven, our- and one is a possibility. <laughs> nine, nine, seven, <laughs> so, and one. So you're, right. you're not out of the woods there, big but, dog. But again, still, like we all have to retrain ourselves on NFL records because it's been so ingrained in our minds. As Adam Schefter said, the last time that the NFL expanded its schedule was back in the late 70s. So it's been a long time since the NFL has added games, but the 17-game season uh, will start. The Titans will play the Saints, which I think is a pretty good draw because the Saints are reworking their offense with Drew Brees officially retiring. And and who knows, Taysom Hill, Jameis Winston, what that team's going to look like. Good defense, but a game the Titans can absolutely win. Yeah, two division winners. That's why they're they're paired up in the rankings. And I I agree. They draw a Saints team that is not – the Drew Brees-led Saints team of the last three years right. that can beat you at any point. So uh, I, I think it, it benefited the Titans, at least this year. I We're going to dive deeper into that a little bit later in the show. I have an idea of the, the philosophy that I would have approached if yeah. I was the NFL, but I get what they did. So there is an obvious guy of who 17 games impacts the most because Derrick Henry went viral over the weekend after doing the most insane push-ups anybody has ever seen Friday morning in his workout uh, with Sanders Fit, which is just something that is must-see Instagram story every time Derrick Henry is doing something uh, with his trainer in Texas. But 
the push-ups where his feet up on the exercise ball, his hands on exercise bands on a squat rack with a massive chain around his neck doing push, doing like eight straight push-ups uh, with very little stability, looking absolutely nuts. But Derrick Henry is priming himself for back-to-back 2,000-yard seasons, and this extra 17th game helps him dramatically to be able to first human being to ever have back-to-back 2,000-yard rushing seasons. And even if he doesn't get the 2,000 yards, Zach, he could still have a great chance to put together the three best uh, consecutive consecutive seasons as an, from an NFL running back if he can lead the NFL in rushing three years in a row with what he's doing, how he's training, and how effective and strong he is. Derrick Henry could be able to put himself in the Hall of Fame conversation at the end of this upcoming season if he continues on the trajectory that he's been the last two years. Well, and look, we've seen athletes in general really concentrate on their line of work outside of the season and become great. Yeah. Russell Wilson, we've seen. Uh, obviously, LeBron James pays uh, great attention to his body. And that is... I mean, they're specimens, but they concentrate solely and they have the right people around them. We've talked a lot over the last several months about what Isaiah Wilson was doing off of the field. The complete polar opposite of what we see Derrick Henry every single solitary day. I was talking to a guy, and now I forget because this was this was months ago. They were on their way to a funeral in Franklin, and there was a, a large, like a, a large hill during COVID, during the actual yeah. like uh, lockdown yeah. last summer, they saw Derrick Henry running up and down those that yeah. hill. Yeah, of course. Randomly, that's the kind of work that he's putting in, even when he's not videotaping himself. So this 17-game season, it definitely helps Derrick Henry raise the number. But this is a complete reset for the NFL. Yes. Because no longer we're going to compare the likes, and I think, you're not going to compare Walter Payton, Emmitt Smith, Barry Sanders, and those great running backs to now Derrick Henry and the rest of well, his here's, career. Well, here's the best thing. You can because Derrick Henry no, did Not it, their career. But Derrick Henry. You're not their career. Zach. Derrick Henry still had a 2,000-yard rushing season when it was 16 games. That's fine, but not their career. But it, it still does set him apart. In the greats, though, and this is what it is, In like Tom Brady has already submitted his legacy of his career. He could win another Super Bowl. Hell, I hope he does. I hope back-to-back champs. I can buy that merch next year. But Tom Brady's already done that. Derrick Henry is in his prime and his career is still left. So, he will never be it will never be compared on the same level of playing field. It just won't. Okay, I, I get that. But I, I So let's go ahead and get to our, I mean I I understand OJ Simpson ran for 2003 yards. Back in 1973, with just 14 games, he averaged 143 yards rushing a game. That is insane. That's less. That's less games, though. That makes that is insane. But now, if you give more games, it lessens the actual record. I, I don't disagree with you, but the fact that Derrick Henry just went for 2,000 yards in a 16-game season uh, and led the NFL in rushing in back-to-back years before they jumped to 17 games, it helped. It gives credit to Derrick Henry. Because he's not just the guy who benefited statistically off of the extra game. And he's done it with the old rules and potentially the new rules. I would like, and I need to look this up and maybe we can ask the question and I will. How many years, most like consecutive years, has an NFL running back led the NFL in rushing? Is it two? I know Barry Sanders has done it. Or is it three? 
But if you start stacking those years up, it doesn't really matter about the games. You're the best in the league right, so, at your position. So I will look that up. I will look up to see if anybody has led the NFL in rushing three years in a row. I've got the list pulled up, so we'll get to that, and we'll ask this question. I think it's a very intriguing question. Simple. Over or under 2,000 yards rushing for Derrick Henry in a 17-game season? Over or under 2,000 yards for King Henry in this upcoming 17-game season? But first... Let me tell you about where we're at. We're at Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever an injury happens in life, you never know when it's going to be. It could be right around the corner or it could not happen to you. I don't know, but you need to know where to go to get the best care possible that is right here in Franklin at the Bone & Joint Institute. They've got over a dozen doctors who make life a lot easier for you. They specialize in anything. they got the rehab facility right here in the one building, the surgeries, the imaging, everything happens. Right here, boneandjointtn.org. A to Z Sports, don't forget, BetMGM live. BetMGM, like I got back in town from Florida yesterday, and I cashed, I, I did lose some college bets, but. You were out, you were in the state of Florida, you couldn't do anything. I, I couldn't do anything. Bummer. I got back yesterday, and I got back on that bandwagon, Hawks, uh, plus, or excuse me, Nuggets over the Hawks, uh, Nuggets minus four, won me a, a good amount of money last night. Uh, before I went to sleep. So that was nice. You can win a good amount of money with BetMGM, promo code ATOZ Sports. That's ATOZ Sports right there uh, on your app store, whether you're an Android user or an iPhone user. All right. So we'll get to your comments uh, for over or under 2,000 yards rushing for Derrick Henry with 17 games. So let's go to the has anybody ever done it for three straight years? Led the NFL in rushing for three consecutive years. Derrick Henry uh, was back to back rushing champ this past season. That had not been done since LT. LaDainian Tomlinson did it in 06 and 07. You go back, back-to-back -back guys include Edrin James in 99 and 2000. Uh, Barry Sanders did it multiple times. Uh, Emmett Smith, three years in a row, 91, 92, 93. And before Emmett Smith, you got to go back to the same franchise, Earl Campbell in 78, 79, and 80 went three years in a row. So you got guys like OJ who never did it three years in a row. Uh, I'm scrolling back. Jim Brown did it three years in a row, 57, 58, 59. So for Derrick Henry, he has the opportunity to join Jim Brown, uh, Emmett Smith, and Earl Campbell. That's it. Company. That's what in, in Derrick Henry, right? So there's a a three team, a three group club right there with those guys that Derrick Henry could become the fourth. And the 17th game is going to be interesting. I So let's go to the comments about over or under for 2,000 yards rushing for Derrick Henry. Yeah, so the comments uh, live from Bona Joint Institute here in Franklin. The question that we're asking, over or under 2,000 yards now with that 17th game. Robert says 2,137, so he's calling his shot right there. Jabu says over, over 2,000 mark. Uh, mark it down. Big Mac's doing uh, actually 2,200. Uh, over from Jordan, we've got over from Ronnie. Uh, the way Henry is training, he might mess around and get 3,000. <laughs> BMO, that is pretty ridiculous. Uh, well, that's not going to happen. No. Um, over from Stacy uh, under from Damon, says still rushing champ with 1,950 yards. Uh, Evans will start taking snaps and eat. Talking about Darrington Evans, the second-round pick. Or was he a third? He's the second-round pick from last year. Third-round right? pick. Third-round pick from last year. Uh over 2250 coming in from Jonathan. 2K is tough from Derek. 
I'll take the odds and go under. Would love to be wrong, though. Nurse 117 says over if they do not rest or share reps. Ethan says over. Uh, under from Preston. I have my answer. Jason here goes over. Uh, under 2K. Going to see Evans McNichols more uh, from Dadson. Yeah, I doubt you're going to see McWeapon unless there's an injury. So this is where I'm at. I'm actually going to go under because I'm betting on the possibility. Yeah. This is just possibility sure. of two things. He still can get the, the league's leading rusher. That no still could be a 10. No doubt. No doubt. But I do think Darian, Darrington Evans is going to take snaps away from him. That he did not because he was not able to last year. Not a ton, but enough. And... Look, Derrick Henry's only missed one game in his entire NFL career. That was against the Saints two years ago, yep. which they lost that game. Now they ended up making the playoffs and making their AFC championship run, so it didn't matter. But I think because, look, 2000, we, we hold Derrick Henry to a such a high standard. 2,000 yards is tough in 16 games. 17 games doesn't just make it easy. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm going to go under because I just believe this is also a brand new offensive coordinator. Right. So you're not having the same guys. Well, call. Continuity though, Zach. Right. Yeah, but continuity back. Continuity is not the same. It's not the exact same. It's, it's similar. It's similar. But yes. not the same. Those are two different words. So I'm going to go under. Oh, look, I still think he's going to have a fabulous year, a great year. He still can get the rushing uh, title. But 2,000 and back-to-back -back years, I, I just don't see happening even with 17 games. Derrick Henry is great but I think it will be because of the offensive philosophy and maybe the other personnel yeah. that takes away from Yeah, him. so Jeff brings up a good point. He says, also, the Titans don't have enough wide receivers to not make people stack the box. That's a good point because this past year, when A.J. Brown and Corey Davis and Jonu and others are forcing you to spread out, Derrick Henry can succeed. Now, it, I mean, I'm going to go ride the Corey Davis train again. The lack of Corey Davis blocking downfield on some of these long touchdown runs. Does Derrick Henry get tackled on the 10-yard line if Corey Davis isn't there to block for that extra extra 10 yards to get into the, into the end zone? So let's look at the stats. In a 16-game season, in order to get to 2,000 yards, you have to average 125 yards per game. Derrick Henry averaged just over 126 this past year. Uh, so, in a 17-game season, you have to average uh, 117 yards per game to get to that 2,000-yard mark. So, in the last two years, when Derrick Henry has been the league's leading rusher, in 2019, he averaged 102 yards per game in 15 games. And in 2020, like I said, 126. I think Derrick Henry is going to average close to that 117 yards per game number just because he nobody has the ability to bust off and go for 200 yards in a game more often than Derek and he does and he does and it could happen any day and he still plays the Texans usually twice next and year the Jags. and the Jags <laughs> twice next season so the Jags are probably going to be better than they were a year ago but the Texans are still going to be bad on defense I think the Jags will be better offensively than they were a year ago yeah. I don't know about defensively so Derrick Henry, I think, still has a great opportunity to actually get this thing done. And because the Titans uh, don't have as many playmakers at this point on offense like they did last year, I think they're going to have to rely more on Derrick Henry. And so on that video that went viral, mostly because of, 
I tweeted it from the A to Z account, which has like 1.8 million video views on Twitter. Tyreekus had my favorite comment of them all because he is so right. As ridiculous as this comment is, he is very right. Tyreekus on Facebook said, all right, cool. Now go take your bleep outside, do three sets of catching the ball and three sets of pass protection so you can stay in the game on third downs. Because Derrick Henry, at this point, and even last year, still had to come off the field on several third down situations. Because they were using him so often. That wasn't a, like, that wasn't a Derrick Henry problem. That was because Arthur Smith just kept using him. They ran him, exactly. they had ran him eight times prior, exactly. and he was tired. The Titans have shown us enough times that they do not Who's think- the better pass-blocking running back that they had last year? Jeremy McNichols. Uh, no, that's who, that, Zach. That's who they showed that they trusted the most. Is Derek? Is Jeremy that Nichols they trusted the most for pass protection as a running back? Uh, Derrick Henry was in more pass plays than Jeremy Nichols was. <sighs> so, Zach, they they literally they literally showed us proof and evidence that on clear third down passing downs, Jeremy McNichols was in there to pass protect. More often than they trusted Derrick Henry. Yeah, yes, because they had to spell Derrick Henry. I'm not sitting here saying that Derrick Henry is a great pass blocker, but they had to sit him and rest him because they used him so much. Zach, that is a big factor Zach, to this. No, uh, but again, Does, is like, it not? You're, you're ignoring. Is it not, Zach? You're, is it not? It is. Yes, giving Derrick Henry a blow is something that needs to After happen. After you've run his ass ten times. But again, Zach. You have to look at what has actually happened and what has been consistent over Derrick Henry's career is that all, in Derrick Henry's five years with the Tennessee Titans, they have never fully trusted him to pass protect. Uh, never fully. So he, if they've never fully passed, then he, he shouldn't pass protect. If they don't fully. Uh, Zach, we understand. Trust him. The one hole Derrick Henry has in his game is he's below average pass protection. It doesn't matter. It does matter. Does that it matter? Matters a, does yes, it matter? Pass protection absolutely matters. No, no. It it does not matter in the scheme of what he gives you everywhere well, else. No, he's still worth the contract they paid him. He's still the best running back in the NFL. Like, I'm not denying that. But the fact is that Derrick Henry has a hole in his game, and it's on third down. When it's an obvious passing down, it's pass protection. He still is in on third down. It's not like he's never in on third down. Not That's that, a lot. Right. No, it's. Uh, you're being stubborn. On no, like, you, the Titans are. You're just us. trying to pop his pimple. That's no. all you're trying to do. You're trying to look at his blemish and no. And, and actually, you're you're you're. It's a blackhead, but you're trying to say hey, it's the biggest whitehead you've ever seen in your life. No, I'm That's not. exactly I what just, you're trying to do. You've been a hater for Derrick Henry, and now you're just you say a, a big Donald, hole in his game. Donald, while we all like Henry, he is a liability in the passing game. He has been and it still has been a liability when it comes to pass protection. But again. Can he reach 2,000 yards? You say under 2,000 yards, Zach. You think I'm such a big Derrick Henry hater? I, I Did am... you understand my philosophy? On why under yes. 2,000? Did you understand yeah, what I under said? under 2,000 should be the odds favorite. It like... justified because of not Derrick Henry, but of the others calling the plays and coming in for him because they need to rest him at some point. Yes, and he's still going to get 300 carries in the season, if not more than that, because he was getting 300 carries when he was playing 15 and 16 games. So Derrick Henry will get well over 300 carries because the Tennessee Titans are paying him to do so. The Tennessee Titans have him for three more years, uh, and they want to get every ounce of Derrick Henry they can. They're going to give him the ball. So I think Derrick Henry, Zach, goes over 2,000 yards rushing this upcoming season uh, just because based on his carries 
based on his, his, yes, the carries, the volume he's going to get, the defenses he's going to play against, the schedule will be more difficult for the Titans because they won the division. That's just how that works. But the, the Texans defense is going to be terrible. And Derrick Henry combines, he goes for like 400 plus yards a season on the Houston Texans. He crushes the AFC South when it comes to rushing yards. He will have big games. Uh, and I think Derrick Henry will get to 2,000 yards rushing. I just think he's going to will himself to that. And I'm with Tracy Smith. This was my sentiment over the last 60 seconds was Derrick Henry's pass protection is much improved. Yes, but he's still... It's not a complete liability, as you said. That, that was, I think, that was a I think that is a ridiculous Donald, statement. Donald said complete liability. You agreed with it, though. I said, yeah, he is a... You agreed with it. He's so a, he basically, you're agreeing with that comment. Don't sit there a, and... But, Backpedal. Yes, for the most part, he's a liability. He's not a complete liability, yes, though. That's wrong. That's incorrect. Okay. He's not a complete liability. You know who's a complete liability? Isaiah Wilson. He's a complete liability. That is the definition of a complete liability. Okay. Rob says he's a liability on third and long. He's not a complete liability okay. in pass okay, protection. Look, if we remove the word complete, you feel better about That's it? That's a big word. Okay. And, and thank you, Bobby. Much improved doesn't mean it's good. The defense for the Tennessee Titans could be much improved this upcoming year, but still not very good. Point taken. I, I, I just think that he is improved, and that should be recognized instead of concentrating on, on I, the blackhead that, I, I'm that not, Zach, on his I, game. I am not hating on Derrick Henry's lack of like, – Derrick Henry has one of the I best – I call him a complete liability okay, in pass protection. Calm down. That is like that is Derrick Henry's work ethic is something that should never be questioned. Derrick Henry has worked uh, and has tried to get better at pass protection. He's just not very good at pass protection, nor is he a natural pass catcher. And that's something I don't think he can he can absolutely grow into a better pass protector. I don't think he's ever going to be a above average hands catcher because he just doesn't have that natural ability. And you know what? Shout out to Tracy. Tracy's getting the love of the show. You are getting the love of the show because Tracy was my Uber driver yesterday from the airport. Shout that? out to Tracy. And the only, he recognized me on a mask on by voice recognition. So shout out that to Tracy. Uh, love of the show. Derrick Henry's pass protection is much improved. I Donald usually, you know, brings good stuff. Today, complete liability. That is awful. All right. So that's a bad comment. Rob says would Austin lay money on Derrick Henry getting two thousand yards. So again, the odds would be under would probably Zach be like minus one fifty, right? It's like a it, or maybe even minus two hundred if for under two thousand yards, or maybe even a bigger favorite than that. I, I'm not an odds maker. I, I, am, I don't. I'm not either. Maybe we can holler out a boy Alan Alan Bell to see what he would come up with for uh, over under odds for Derrick Henry two thousand yards. I, over would be a massive underdog, maybe plus two fifty, something like that. I don't where, know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I think here's the hard part: injury. We don't is something know we how can't. we don't know how everybody views the seventeen game schedule. This is a first. We don't know how they play under these conditions, right? I, we don't know how the coaching staff now organizes their team looking at the seventeen game schedule. This one game, like you say, oh, it's one game. One game matters. We'll talk about the impact of it here in a second, but I, I think for Derrick Henry, he does benefit. He is the number one guy that benefits off of because the I, 17 I, game. I, I fully believe this. Derrick Henry, if he breaks 2,000 yards rushing this upcoming season, he is in the Hall of Fame. Like if, the, if that happens, he is in the Hall of Fame. He has written his ticket. It is punched whenever. Like I'm not saying he's a first ballot guy or whatever, but whenever Derrick Henry retires – 
the next five to ten years, Derrick Henry will be in the Hall of Fame. If uh, that happens, uh, he's he's trending in that direction. That's all right. you can you, say, Zach. If he does that, there's no way he's not in the Hall of Fame unless he does something. Uh, so wait, so unless, you, you just said unless there's no way he's not. I was about not. to go like unless he like literally goes OJ Simpson like that's what I was gonna say as a joke. But like if Derrick Henry gets back to back two thousand yard season, nothing outside of murder is going to keep Derrick Henry out of the NFL Hall of Fame. Okay, do a noted. That is noted. <laughs> Don't kill somebody. Just I mean that's all he's gotta do. That's all he's gotta do. He's just right. living the rest of his life until he gets in the Hall of Fame without doing that. He could, he could, he could not play another snap. Yes. Nobody's gone two thousand yards seasons in it twice. Even though the second season had matter. an extra game. Because then he would lead the league in rushing three years in a row. You would think. You would think Lead the league in rushing three years in a row, which only three other people have done that. Jim Brown, Emmett Smith, and Earl Campbell. And so Derrick Henry would absolutely be a lock for the Hall of Fame if that happened. We had, I don't know if you still have that website up. We had uh, some people asking if Jim Brown had five consecutive seasons. I'll pull back up. Leading. I don't think that's the case. That's what they were asking. I don't know what the years He were. went, no, he did not. He went, he went nine, 57, 58, 59. Then... Oh, wait a second, because there's, ah, oh, I think this is the AFL-NFL merger. That's what it's messing me up. Well, because there are two people listed. So technically, yes, Jim Brown did lead the league five years in a row because Albert Haynes is listed in, or Abner Haynes is listed in 60, and Jim Brown is listed in 60. Billy Cannon and Jim Brown are listed in 61. So, right? So, So, yeah, there's some skew just like 16 and 17. But but people, you know, 20 years from now, whoever is, whoever's doing this show is going to look back and be like, oh, well, you know, 2021. But again, the, 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 the fact still remains. There are three people who have done it three years in a row. Jim Brown, Emmett Smith, and Earl King. Yeah, I mean, it's it's good company. It's unbelievable company. Yes, A to Z Sports here live uh, from the Bone and Joint Institute. Zach, on this sticking with the 17-game season, you have a positive, a negative, and a toss-up with this new 17-game schedule. But first, tell everybody about Calvin and Suttle. Yeah, Calvin and Suttle is where you need to get your hardwood floors. They're a great presenting sponsor here on A to Z Sports. In Middle Tennessee, wherever you live, Clarksville, Brentwood, Spring Hill, Columbia, right here in Franklin uh, at the Bone and Joint Institute. If you live around here and you're looking brand new hardwood floors, Calvin and Suttle is the place to go. One to two weeks after you pick out your perfect hardwood floor, we feature them on the show. Look, go home, tell your wife, girlfriend, be like, look, we need to upgrade this house and make it a better home. That's really the what where you need to, to target. CalvinandSuttle.com. You can take a look at their inventory. Find your perfect hardwood floor. One to two weeks, they order the material and install. You've renovated your home. You didn't have to sell it. And you get a great feel. That's the best part. CalvinandSuttle.com. All right, A to Z Sports. Don't forget, BetMGM, the king of sports books. Download the app. Use our code ATOZ Sports. When you sign up, you get Elite Eight games later on tonight and tomorrow. So great action to jump in on this. BetMGM. Here's a great opportunity for you because today, if you sign up using our code ATOZ Sports, you get a risk-free bet up to $600. So you can use that in the games tonight or in the games tomorrow as well with your first deposit and your first bet at BetMGM. Download the app. Use our code ATOZ Sports. If you win the bet, you win the money. 
You lose the bet, you get it back in free bets, and free bets are the best. I get a free bet every Monday because of the Monday free bet club. BetMGM, download the app. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older, must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Redline at 800-889-9789. 11 a.m. and 10 is up. We do have a big announcement here on A to Z Sports that we've been working on behind the scenes for some time. I think it's going to elevate our coverage. It's going to get more people, more users, just a lot more people involved. So 11 a.m., be attuned to your phone, and we're going to announce something big right here on A to Z Sports. Uh, we're really excited about this announcement. Yes, no doubt. All right, Zach, so you have a positive, a negative, and a toss-up. So what do you want first? The good news, the bad I mean, news, I or the just, indifference? I say you just go in uh, that order, positive, negative, toss-up. That's how you mentioned it before the show. All right, here's the positive. This is the first thing once the report of Schefter came out says that they're going to go to 17 games. This was my first, oh, hell yeah, this is great. One more flexible game towards the end of the season, that is a really good game. Well, and I, I don't know if you saw this or or not, because I don't know if you were in uh, the Keys by this time or not. Maybe on a jet ski. Uh, <laughs> getting, getting roasted by the sun. But there was something that came out about uh, Monday night football games also being able to be flexed later in the season, too. Ooh, right? So that's double good news. Yes. This is ain't that good news on a Monday. That's always great. It's a great way to start. And here's another bit of good news. I'll triple down. Okay. Derrick Henry's trying to go for three seasons. I'll triple down right here. I believe that because of the pandemic and the lost revenue of the National Football League in 2020, they will change the one helmet rule, and you will start to see throwbacks trickle into the league back again, and that means revenue dollars. Because now the Tennessee Titans can have the Houston Oiler, oil Derek on the side of their helmet. Yeah. Now, that has not been confirmed. This is my prediction. Predicting right here, live from the Bona Joint Institute, Monday, March 29th at 845 a.m., I think the one-helmet rule will, will dissipate, okay. and that will free up more space. But back to the conversation, yeah, yeah, yeah. better flex games at the end of the season. So that's your positive. That's a positive. Right, you okay. get this is good games on Sunday night football. I love Sunday night football. After yeah, a do. long day of football, I love more football, more good football. That oh man, that gets me going. I know it's only March. Stuck with like you know, I don't want to watch Jags Bengals on Sunday. That's night. usually Thursday night. That is usually Thursday. But that needs to be Sunday at noon. But when everybody other game. What did they do? Here's a great example. This year, the Dallas Cowboys and the Chicago Bears usually get a ton of Sunday night games because of market. Chicago right. sure. pulls big numbers. Dallas pulls big numbers. Yeah. Andy Dalton was the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. They got flexed out of games this past season because, because of, of that. that. So, well, Andy Dalton had the same effect on the Bears. Right. And coincidentally, now, you know, QB1. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. All right. So that's that's the positive. Okay. What's the negative? The negative, uh, this, this is a guarantee. There will be a higher injury rate. Oh, no doubt. And that's not fun. You, we saw Nick Bosa, we saw Odell Beckham Jr. go out, Saquon Barkley. Some really stud NFL players, even a year ago, were out. I think you'll start to see an effect maybe at the end of the year. And to to so so here here's to combat that, right? I don't know how they have more playoff teams 
But later in the year, will there be really good teams that can rest guys? I don't know how they're going to go about that. So I did – Alvin Kamara had a tweet that caught a lot of attention yesterday saying uh, basically it's dumb as hell, the 17 games. Then I did see where – Of course players don't – Because, well, yeah, because they're not getting paid. Well, well, they, I believe they are. The salary cap will increase. Yeah. So that's the justification. But again, there's no extra bye week, which I get that. The players should be frustrated that there's no second bye week because – you know how important the bye week is for, for players. Torrey Smith, former NFL wide receiver, tweeted this. 17 games in the NFL is great for money, but they are going to have to adjust practices and what a regular offseason looks like. Dudes were already falling apart playing 16. As a whole, this is great, but adjustments have to be made. That's a very logical, cool response from Torrey Smith. So George Atala, who is... Uh, the NFL Players Association ex- Assistant Executive director, uh, director said there will be automatic changes to the offseason and in-season workout schedules as a result. And COVID will already make that a little bit easier. Yes, Will right? Compton talked about this with Buck last week when you were out, I think, that the players really, really liked the virtual offseason because they didn't have to wake up and drive to the facility and go through physical practices and workouts like they were we're talking about practice yes so less and less practice so what i also think an automatic adjustment needs to be expanding the roster that like they had an expanded roster because of covid i think that needs to stay if not continue to grow yeah i I don't disagree with that because this i mean i i am going to be you know as years go by i'm going to be the old geezer they'll be like i remember back the two days covering two days there at st thomas sports park i i do remember two days i did morning practice afternoon practice i remember those and a hell of a lot more full padded practice you don't get full pads anymore no like the it's just uh, I, I, again it's just different just like society is nfl offseason practices and it's not going to go back right you're not going to get more padded practices you're gonna get a lot less that <clears throat> That's not good for the fans well, yeah. because the fans like to see that, you know. But I get it. I get this so, is this is the one thing that the players can have. Well, yeah, and Brent says, but on the flip side, virtual offseason hurts guys that don't have their head on straight. For example, Isaiah Wilson. So that's a good point. But what Will Compton was talking about is veterans like the virtual offseason. And so yeah. what happens? They have wives and kids and veterans. A ton of money. Veterans are usually. Uh, devalued because they're more expensive. But now when you have more virtual offseason type stuff, veterans will get a better opportunity because they will be better valued because of what they bring to the table where rookies and young players need more hand-holding and on like hand-to-hand help and practice. Technique. Yeah, where you can rely on veterans who know what to do to just show up when it's time to show up and do their job. What about building the chemistry of the team, though? That's very interesting, and, and I don't know how. Because, I, look, Mike Vrabel, I guarantee, and John Robinson would tell you that they value the building of a team, right? Yes, no doubt. And In so, a locker room. We but, saw this well, locker room years ago, not very good. But what all do we know is that even when they're doing virtual meetings, like they're still going to get together and go run routes and throw. Like The offensive linemen are still going to go work out together they were doing that even when covid but there are rules down. around that of what they well, can and COVID cannot do. made them do that but i if you we move, don't know what the right, i assume there would be rules Zach, even with covid not telling them to stop they still did it 
you know, Tom Brady did that in Tampa. Like they're still going to gather Johnny Smith and Tannehill did that in Florida throughout the offseason during COVID. They're going to get together and work out, whether it's just lifting weights or running routes and throwing or DB drills, whatever it might be, they're going to have that even if it's a virtual offseason. So two things. Uh, Old Man 803 asks, are they having a preseason this year? As far as I know, they are. I would expect that they do because they lost too much money not having one last right. year. And then uh, Jacob comes in. Being in shape and being in football shape are also two completely different things. Yeah, but if you're talking like the virtual offseason we're talking about is like April, May, June. Not July. Like April, May, June is when this is going to be affected the most. All right, so there's positive and negative. I, do you agree so with positive those? is you think. Well, flexible, flexible games. games. Negative is that more injuries. Okay. Right. Yeah. I, I, agree. I think we're here. Here's where I'm up in the air because I think it could benefit. Um, it could benefit teams and then it can hurt teams at the end of the year, because you have an additional game. There's one more opportunity for you to make or miss out on the playoffs. I know they added a seventh team, but last year who did not make the playoffs that could have, the Miami Dolphins were the odd man out. Right. And the Miami Dolphins were 10 and 16. Yeah. You, I mean, even with an extra game, you're going to have more double-digit win teams that do that not make. make. The playoffs. And that is hard to do. Winning 10 games is hard. It's not easy. I think every NFL player would tell you that. Now, Tom Brady thinks it's easy. It happens yeah, every year yeah, for him. Yeah. But he's an anomaly. Everybody else, it is a struggle every single year, year in and year out, to win 10 games. And now you're going to have more 10-game winning teams that don't make the playoffs good good the best of the best man like you make it more like it's gonna oh, be yeah we got the 14 playoffs man. oh my gosh shoot me i mean if if you don't make the playoffs then you probably didn't deserve to make the playoffs like the the i get what you're saying there but it raises the bar and thank you b Rhett. win the division win the division and then you get three wild card teams, and you got seventeen games to do. All right, I think I'll, this. I'll is remember a, what Titans I fans think, are saying because if oh, the Titans, everybody's gonna do like flip their decision on this talk right now when their team gets left <laughs> well, out. Well, we hold That's, each other accountable. But Zach, I, you can't this, flip. You I, cannot flip. I, this is a you, this is a toss up, right? Like yeah. you don't know this is a positive or negative. It's absolutely a positive. Why drama? And the NFL feeds off of drama. It's why you guys watch our show. It's why the NFL offseason is just as big as the regular season because in the offseason, it's all about the drama. Who's going to sign where, what this trade means, who Derek can work at. It's all about drama. And this creates more drama at the end of the season when people care. And with seven, game, with seven teams in the playoffs from each conference, more fan bases are involved in the drama. Bring it on. It's a positive. Yeah, so the the Dolphins were the one team that were left out. Now the NFC that was in the AFC. The the NFC was a little bit different, but you did have the Bears make the playoffs, who probably should. But they were eight and eight, right? Right, they were eight and eight. The Cardinals and the Vikings were right there. Well, the the Cardinals fell apart, and that's why they didn't. And so you know, Titans for Life says win the division shouldn't automatically get you in. Washington was a joke. Winning the division should get you into the playoffs. We can have a different conversation on winning the division should get you a home playoff game. You should absolutely get in the playoffs by winning the division. 
you know, I could be convinced about the home playoff. I don't know because that's the justification, right? That's the easiest way to get the advantage of, of right. Winning. But again, like you don't, I, it's not you have. It's but, not your fault. Your division blows, no doubt. But it's the rules. But then, then I actually am okay with that. I, I'm I am more on the side of if you win the division, you get a home playoff game. I usually lean that. I could be. I would. I am open to listening to the best argument of why I'm wrong there, but. When you win that the division, team should be granted a, and it doesn't always mean it's an advantage. The Bucks beat the hell out of the Redskins. But you, even but in you Washington. did see the Seahawks with beast mode, the beast mode game beat the Saints when they were a seven and nine team. Yes. So uh, I, I, if that that is the rule, right? And yeah, we know yeah, that yeah, yeah. the easiest way to make the playoffs is win the division. Right. All right. I got one more, and I, I find this interesting because in, several of you guys are bringing it up. I got one more that I think is a an interesting nugget about the 17-game season and how we're going to treat things. But first, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com, the professional landlords in the Nashville area. RentersWarehouse.com is where you go to find out how much your home can rent for. There's so many different ways you can use Renters Warehouse. They help you create extra cash flows for you and your family. Like Selling your house might be for you, but it's a one-time transaction. All that equity you built up, is now poof gone once you sell it, but you can continue to build that equity for long-term wealth with Renters Warehouse doing all the work to make your house a rental property. It is a cash flow machine every month at RentersWarehouse.com. It is eSports, BetMGM. Make sure that you check that out. Download the app today. Use promo code ATOZ Sports. You'll get a risk-free bet. You cannot beat that, and they're giving away promotions. They're a great title sponsor. If you're not partaking in bed mgm it is fun austin and i have been having a blast hell i just went to key west on bed mgm so you that you can do that as well so risk-free alec i am no different than the common man i had the same uh amount of value that bed mgm gave to me as that is given to you but you got to use that promo code a t o z sports plus 11 a.m a to z sports big announcement coming up so stay tuned yeah. and stay locked into social media all right so a lot of you guys in the comments are bringing up like how do you look at and how do you judge stats with the extra game and we talked a lot about derrick henry in the 2000 yards but it goes deeper than that it's easier to have a thousand yard season whether it's rushing or receiving right it really wasn't all that much to do it in 16 games anyway it was 65 yards a game and so like now it's going to be around 60 like that's not like Dominant. I think running backs going over a thousand yards has already been devalued. I have, I personally have devalued them in my own mind. So that means less. All you need is 59 yards a game to get 1,000 yards rushing or receiving. And honestly, Austin, I've devalued a thousand yards receiving because it's a passing league now. Yeah, yeah you've yeah. seen Michael Thomas. I, and I actually, Jones. I actually think. I, Yes, the the value of a thousand yard receiving is less than a thousand yard rushing. I still prop up a thousand yard rushing I, I more than I do a thousand yard receiving. Just because, the, okay, but there's less running, running back by committee. I yeah, get it. Yeah, I get yeah. it. So then it all four thousand yards passing devalued extra game right five. I mean, you're going to see five thousand yards passing a lot more often now. The extra yeah, game. I don't even look at that honestly. But, but that, a, you don't have to get to. I know, like, <laughs> but you guys care. Fans care. Fancy football stats. All this. And trying to you know win money like gambling football, and futures, but you know who really cares is the players <laughs> because how many contracts have incentives based on yardage and benchmarks like that? Well, those will, the benchmarks will go up. They should, but we don't know how to judge it yet. And contracts have already been written. 
with 16 games. So if you have a contract that says you get X amount of dollars more, if you have a double digit sack season, the, the NFL had to have covered their ass on that. There's no way that they, they now have to, I mean, it's a contract. That's a really good question. That's my point is that we have to look at this and the impact is not just for us, the fans judging, you know, Derek Henry's career moving forward with 17 games versus whoever's with 14 or 16. It's about maybe that how was the, the give that the NFL or the teams had with the players to say, "Hey, you're incentivized because off what is, of an old contract." Because double-digit sacks are now, you know, one game more, you have more opportunity to get that. And so the Titans, maybe, maybe they finally get a double-digit sack guy because they play an extra game. Maybe. When was the last time they had a double-digit sack? Guy? Arakpo, ten and a half. What year was that? 2016. And Derek Morgan, I'll check it. He had, did Derek Morgan have 10? No, they, they were half a sack half. off. I'm pulling it up just for the hell of it. Yeah, but Arakpo was the guy. Arakpo had 10 and a half. Yeah, Derek he, Morgan had nine flat. Derek Morgan missed the game. What about before that? I mean, I'll have to. I mean, that's we, a can, tougher I mean we, can, we can do this. It definitely, I mean, I can go Jason back to Babin. Jason Babin, 2012. <laughs> Is that what year that was? Uh, that. No, that wasn't that year. That's pretty interesting. Uh, hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of curious about that. God, Carl Klug led the Titans in sacks. It was seven in 2011. That, but that's why they got to Bud Dupree. That's Bud why they Dupree, were so bad. Bud Dupree is their Brian Arakpo of that a, yeah. that era, right? Jason Babin had 12 and a half in 2010. So that was the last. Dave Ball was second with seven that year. So, wow. I mean, only two guys since 2010 have had double-digit sacks for the Tennessee Babin and Iraq. That is ridiculous. That is almost as bad as all of the wide receivers they drafted so high prior to A.J. Brown. And, I would, yeah, because Corey Davis has included that, which needs to be. They, But this is why they paid big money to Bud Dupree. They have never done that really it was a lot, they never paid an outside pass rusher. Not like that. Not I mean, $82 million. I mean, of course not. So Bud Dupree, double God, digit they, I'm just getting depressed by going back into the 2000s. Yeah, I, I would stop that. Yeah, so does Bud Dupree get two double digit sacks this year? Well, we'll talk about that because he's coming off an ACL. And by the way, uh, Dr. Dave Kimfort, who is the leader in the physical rehab here at Bone & Joint, will do that tomorrow at 3.30 uh, so talking about Bud Dupree's ACL rehab, also, really touch, looking forward also to touching on Adoree Jackson's patella injury uh, as well. So that will be tomorrow at 3.30 Central Time, Doc Talk segment here with the Bone and Joint Institute. So let's, uh, I do find it interesting. We have no idea how we're going to judge stats and how players and contracts are going to be judged when it comes to uh, that moving forward. So big trades happened Friday in the NFL draft. Uh who was the overall winner between the three-team NFL draft trade of the Niners, Dolphins, or Eagles? With Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, that's where we're going to be there tomorrow. I'm really excited about that tomorrow. I'm excited to be in Wilson County, Lebanon, Tennessee, tomorrow live at Wilson County Hyundai. They've got great vehicles. I love my Hyundai Sonata. That's how I got here to the Bone and Joint Institute. Absolutely love it. Reliable car, great gas mileage, affordable. That's what you're going to get at Wilson County Hyundai. I've worked hand-in-hand -hand with Payne Bone. He's a great guy, and he will help you. He will help you financially. He'll make sure that he gives you the best deal that he possibly can on a new or used vehicle. Wilson County 
Hyundai.com is where you need to go for inventory. You need to work with good people. That's why Wilson County Hyundai is a, uh, a presenting sponsor. If you need a new car for you or your family, WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Don't forget, BetMGM, download the app. Use our code ATOZ Sports. That's ATOZ Sports when you download the BetMGM app today. Uh, great ways to win some money. I've had a lot of fun with the uh, NCAA tournament, and I won a little one game parlay yesterday with Gonzaga. Uh, that overtime between UCLA and Alabama really messed me. Up. I was gonna that I I was I, my sticker for the bucket last week. Zach was life's too short to bet the unders, but man, I made a bunch of money this weekend off of betting the unders. Under, yeah, bro. because the under was hitting. Well, because the games mean more. The and game that means defense amps up, and it was also the week layoff led to more unders. We'll see how it does for the next round of games tonight and tomorrow if there's more overs because the first weekend. Unders on Friday and Saturday, overs on Saturday and Mon- Sunday Rhythm. and Monday. Rhythm. Yeah, we'll see how it goes with the games tonight and tomorrow. But download the app, ATOZ Sports, the code for BetMGM uh, right there. So who is the overall winner for the three-team trade between the Dolphins, the Niners, and the Eagles? Louis says the Dolphins. Jarrell says the Niners. Maven says the Dolphins are real winners. Uh, Bobby says the Texans look like the big losers, and they weren't even involved. Uh, Ethan says the Dolphins Bobby, feel like that's winners. So correct. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> if Tua really turns out to be the guy, the Dolphins win this. Stacy says the Dolphins. Um, uh, you know, Don asks why are they giving up on Garoppolo? That's interesting too. Dustin says on paper the Dolphins won, but will they draft well? Is the question. So he, I'm just going to throw this up on the screen so we can all uh, take a look at it uh, to see who all got what. Right. So the Miami Dolphins got the number six. A first-round pick this year, a first-round in 22 and 23, and an extra third-rounder in there as well. The Niners, all they got is the number three overall pick this upcoming draft. The Eagles get a first-rounder in this year and 22, and an extra high pick from the medium pick for the Dolphins there. So that's what they all get. Zach, who do you think was the true winner of this overall? I think the Miami Dolphins were a massive winner. And I'm very curious to see what, the Miami Dolphins do with their pick, I think that they're going to get Kyle Pitts. And if they get Kyle Pitts at six and they get future first round draft picks, they also have 18 this year too. And they have one of original draft and picks. they have one of my favorite wide re- or tight ends, which is Mike Gasicki. He is awesome. If you watch him play towards the end of the year, from- he really stepped up. Ooh, I know this. Gasicki is from Oh, I look. He's this, one of your favorite guys. How I, can you not know I who went to college? Because I looked this up. I mean, I, I follow him on Instagram now. You follow him on Instagram? Like you love like Mike Gesicki? Oh, he is. He is. You know, I've got. You have one of, I like tight end guys. Been, I, I've been a big Gronk guy for years. Travis Kelsey. I love the swag factor. Gesicki is is climbing up my tight end ranks. It's ridiculous. Where do you go to school? I mean, the comments got it. So I, I know you're not. Looking. I haven't looked. Man, you're. This is ridiculous. This is like. You jumping on the bandwagon Iowa, and not knowing Iowa, who? No. Penn State. Penn State, Come that's on. right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, call, I'm calling bull on your Mike Gesicki bromance. No. Like, it, you don't it, like him it's, that it's a, it's a budding bromance. Okay. I'm not saying he's at the top of my list. Yeah. Gronk is number one. You know that. That's been solidified on this show. Okay. All right. Kelsey's been two. But you think they're going to get Kyle Pitts. I like, and Kyle Pitts, I think, is going to be badass. But Gasicki, what he did last year, and this is what I think, I think what Miami is doing, I have, I think everybody has their doubts about Tua, right? 
As you should. And so they're going the Cam Newton route. They're going to give him tight end help instead of wide receiver help to dumb down the offense. But eventually they're going to have to move on from but to But with the Dolphins, it's, now that they're picking at six, so the, the Dolphins were at three with the Texans pick. They moved back to 12 because the Niners, and they take that move up to six with the Eagles. Eagles go back to 12. So uh, the, the Dolphins could get their pick between Pitts, Waddle, Jamar Chase, or Devontae Smith. I, like think they, I go Pitts every day. Well, I mean, out of those guys, I go Pitts. I'm just saying they could do it. They could ha- they could have their pick of those four guys. They could, and I would take Pitts every day of the week. I think you he know, is the best singular wide receiver slash tight end in this draft. Because obviously, obviously, the Niners are moving up to get a quarterback in number three. That sure. is the most obvious thing about this entire trade. Zach Wilson's pro day last week was phenomenal from everybody's uh, reports. And the so Jets Marcus have fa- but, and the All Jets right. have fallen in love with Zach Wilson. So now you're gonna have Trevor Lawrence one, Zach Wilson two, another quarterback at number three. We'll talk about that maybe tomorrow about what the Niners are jumping up for. The Atlanta Falcons are a wild card there at, at, at four. I think they may trade back. I've seen this before we get into this, Austin. Trivia. When was the last time a quarterback was drafted one, two, and three? And who were they? Well, it was nineteen ninety nine. And do you know who they were? It was Tim Couch. I knew you would know the year. Could you get the guy? It was guys? Tim Couch. Donovan McNabb was one of them. And who was the third quarterback? That's the question that we are asking you. McNabb was two. Correct. Who was three? I'm not looking at He him. didn't go to Penn State like Mike Gesicki. <laughs> This is not Kerry Collins a few years late. This is not Kerry Collins, who was drafted by uh, the Panthers. Correct. Oh, a little side trivia within the trivia. This is not even Tuesday. Who was the third quarterback? There was a third quarterback in 1999. One, two, three. Yeah. Don't look at the chat. I didn't look at the chat. You don't look at the chat. I'm not going to get it. Time's taking too long. The Cincinnati Bengals selected Achilles Smith. As soon as you said Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so there you go. So again, it it could be one, two, three. Hell, it could be one, two, three, four, because the Falcons are there at four. Then who's at fifth? Who's five? I I, off the top of my head. Um, can't remember. But Penny Sewell will be in the play of that. The Bengals are at five. The Bengals are at five again. So but what I've seen, and this is just a mock draft, but the Broncos trading up with Atlanta for that number four spot to get Trey Lance. And look, we don't know where Mac Jones is going to fall or Justin Fields is going to fall. So, I, look, I, I love, everybody loves the so draft because the, nobody knows what's going to happen. So the Dolphins are obviously a big winner in this. Do you what, think that they are the I, winner? Uh, let, let me talk through the Eagles scenario with this. Because, really, when you, when you look at it, the 49ers could be the real winner because when Jimmy Garoppolo was healthy, the 49ers are in the Super Bowl. If they draft the right quarterback. Right. And so, and they obviously are moving from 12 to 3 because Kyle Shanahan, who's good at quarterbacks, thinks he knows who his guy is. But if they don't draft the... the, the then they're the Bears. Right. They, they so don't have a, any picks. Right. They have no picks. So they're... In right. the be- one of maybe the best division in football in the NFC West. 
Kyler Murray, budding star. Matthew Stafford, game changer possibility no for LA Russell Wilson. No doubt. So again, the Niners are all they got to do is pick the right quarterback and they win this thing because they got their guy. Right. So, but the Eagles side of this is it feels like Jalen Hurts is going to be the quarterback next year and they're either going to succeed or fail with it. If they succeed with it, then they stick with Jalen Hurts. If they fail with it, they're probably picking decently high next year in the draft and they go get another quarterback. So that's the Eagles thing is they're buying themselves another year to truly find out what Jalen yeah, Hurts can do. Eagles fans will deal with that pretty good. So Yeah, yeah they'll handle that they're, with, they're with real ease. Pa- they're real patient. Patience. Yeah, yes. they're very and grace, too. Oh, right? ve- oh graceful. One, like, absolutely. It's really hard to say that the Dolphins are not the winner in this because they have taken – Gas masks, smoking uh, uh, your boy Laramie Tunzel and flipping flipping four first-round draft picks. It's like one of those TikToks where they say, we're going to take this uh, little container of sand and trade up for a Tesla. And they do it. I don't know if you've seen those TikToks. They trade trade, uh, a a container of sand for a guitar. Guitar for a... a, a, Oh, that happened in the office. Right? It will, the real TikTokers are doing this. That's what the Miami Dolphins, that's what it reminds me of. They, uh, a container of sand turned into four first-round picks. A gas mask for four first-round picks. Right, that's because Hugh Freeze. Yes, God. yes. So you think the, you think the, uh, the Dolphins. Here's a, you, you, know, you said the, the Broncos are a chance to jump up too. Yeah, I, I think the Broncos, they have to do something. I, I think they've seen enough from... Drew Locke, and they're willing to go somewhere else, especially because John Elway has stepped down from his position. What about new guy in the Panthers in this? Because the Panthers at eight, they want to get a quarterback. They could jump up into this range as well. I think Matt Rule. Uh, I think because he's only a second-year head coach, they can be okay. Last year, they went all draft on defense. All draft. Every single one of their draft picks was defense. So I'm curious to see what their strategy is this year. And there, Lucas. Lucas uh, uh, says that the Titans could have had Larry Tunzel at left tackle. But you have Lawan at left tackle. It was a better left tackle than Larry Tunzel. That's true. All right. A to Z Sports. It is that time for Bad Sales Job on a Monday. Bad Sales Job Monday. Uh, but first, let me tell you guys about Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, where one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com. Your first workout is absolutely free. I did a workout on uh, Sunday. Is it yesterday? Yesterday, I tried my best Derek Henry push-up workout uh, there with what I had available at Mandu. But again, Mandu.com, full-body electronic muscle stimulation. That is where to go uh, for your workouts. They are great. I had a bad shoulder. I was coming to the Bone and Joint Institute because of my bad shoulder. My guy, Dr. Arthur, but Mandu has truly helped rehab that that shoulder injury that I had from a while ago. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. Uh, well, I got three things on the docket. First and foremost, BetMGM, use promo code A to Z Sports and get some great promotions. Download the app today. Second is 11 a.m. We've got a big announcement here from A to Z Media, our company as a whole. And in the future, the foreseeable future of what A to Z uh, as a whole is going to do. We're really, really excited about this. 11 a.m. Antennas up. You'll see it on social and other platforms. And the third thing, Austin. Yeah. I'm a man of my word. Okay. And my word is my bond. You requested 
a souvenir yeah from my vacation time yeah in key west florida i actually didn't go to key west i was in key largo isla Mirada. I, I, yeah, I was jumping I was, key jumping I was key jumping and you know what austin i got you a souvenir yeah. I, I absolutely did Should have. and you know what why did i deserve a souvenir because you suggested the parlay that won me two thousand dollars yeah i put it together and presented it to you and i took it i put the money up i made the risk and i won the money i well, got it wasn't a risk because it was risk-free well, there was some risk. I could have. It lost. was risk free from. Ben I wouldn't Diego. have been in the keys. But man. it was risk free. I wouldn't have been in the keys. Well, you could have because you would have got a bunch of free bets to build that back well, up. Yeah, but that's that's another talent and skill. Yeah. So Austin, I also know you uh, on a business level, personal level. I know the kind of guy you are, and I know that you are a selfless individual. Yeah. You're a team player. <laughs> you always have been a team player. Oh. So the souvenir that I have gotten. For you is actually for you is no oh. is for everyone oh, okay and that's the benefit and this is i think the approach that you would take everybody's going to get be benefit off of this because austin the next bet that we make this will be up this will be the stakes okay, okay. for a full week this is the stakes to remind ourselves of key west florida or the, the keys in general, this is your souvenir. The bet, this is the stakes in that bag. It's not going to bite you. <laughs> it is a puka shell necklace that the loser will have to wear for a full week on A to Z Sports. That's really funny. Monday through Friday, whoever the loser is. Look, I don't know what the bet is, but... And you know what, Austin? After that week, I'm going to let you keep that. Yeah, I'm, I'll just flip it and give it to Austin Hoff, who hosts the Tighten Up podcast. <laughs> but that is the souvenir. Is this, are these real puka shells? These are real hand-picked puka shells. Not by me, but by professional sea divers <laughs> in the Keys. Island Murata. Robbie's Marina. Shout out to Robbie. What was your budget on this souvenir? Uh, it was pretty expensive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like it. I like it. All right. That's good. All right. That's very good. I like the uh, I like the idea there. So we'll leave it there. That'll be our next bet for sure. Okay. So thank you for the souvenir that I, I'm never going to use. I looked through that. a lot of trinkets and yeah. I found that. All right. So let's get to bad sales job here to end our Monday show. Zach, um, are you ready for bad sales? Job? I am. Uh, my bad sales job came to me this morning as I turned on my TV for my dog, Tuck, so he could be entertained while I was gone. Yeah. And I'll just go ahead and say it because I think you. Yeah, I think you, it's, I'm going first. Yes. My bad sales job was on TV. And it's a show that I actually used to watch weirdly. Okay. But it was on TBS because I was watching the Very games funny. last night. Very funny. So, Austin, you are going to have to sell us as a group, everybody in this room and watching. Why? The George Lopez show is the best sitcom of all time. This is hard because I've never watched the George Lopez show. I didn't show. know what you were going to say. I didn't think you had ever watched it. But that's the best part about Bad Sales Job. You don't need any prior information to sell me on why the George Lopez show is the best show on television of all time. <clears throat> 
Let me get my uh Jarrell says, show. dude, love that show. I watched this I have show. never watched a full episode. I will do a slightly better sale, or I don't know what your sales job is going to be, but I'll tell you a little bit about the show after you sell me on why it's the best show of all time. So let me get my uh, stopwatch ready. And we are ready at your discretion. 30 seconds. You'll have to sell us on this. The George Lopez show, the sitcom, is fantastic. Why is it fantastic? Because, one, it features a transcendent comedian who crosses culture lines in George Lopez. So not only is the George Lopez show an impressive staple of the Hispanic American community in this country and has been for such a long time for George Lopez, it crosses into what Zach likes. Zach used to watch the George Lopez show, so it brings communities and cultures together as a sitcom that we all love. 30 seconds. That was the route that I would have gone on that. It was the, the one, only route to the go one, because I'd never watched The it. one thing about the George Lopez show is it is a family show. George Lopez is the dad. He's got a wife and kids. I know that much. And he has uh, his mother actually lives with him. She's the comedic humor of the show that's like old but has like really funny it's lines. It's basically everybody loves Raymond. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. like, there's not that many different things. Right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, let's be real. They've kind of taken that trip. <laughs> uh, but I thought you actually did I have a pretty never, good job. I have never watched the show. I've seen clips, like promos. That yeah. might be it. Yeah. Might be it. Okay. So I I think you did a pretty good job there. All right. So, Orlando Zach, says that was terrible. Well, I mean, I thought it was Orlando, pretty good. I never watched it. And Puka says, look, pretty good for a cold sale. Cold sale. Cold calls are part of sales, though, right? Right. Usually, you know what you're calling no all right zach your bad sales job tell us why handicapped parking spaces are useless and should be removed from all parking lots okay. i have the clock i can repeat it if you'd like me to yeah please repeat it okay <clears throat> handicap why handicapped parking spaces are useless and should re- be removed from all parking lots. On your go. Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you can pass if no, no, I, I'm not passing. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm finding my approach. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Two reasons why handicapped parking spots should be removed. First of all, people take advantage of them. People who are not handicapped, they park in there when they should not park in there. I saw a Lamborghini parked in one, and an 18-year-old kid got out the other day. I was like, what the hell? I actually called the tow truck on him. That's taking advantage of it. The second thing is create more jobs. Create a valet service for these handicapped people. So they they can just pull right up. It creates jobs for the valet people. The business thrives. And in this time, you need more more money moving. And it helps the handicapped. Remove the last, like, it helps the handicap. That doesn't count. You went over your time. It does, but that was insinuated. I thought that was a pretty decent uh, approach. In it. Well, I thought the approach was good. 
the execution was was pretty good. Valet argument. I thought so the who, valet. So right, jobs were moving money. I'm up one. I need to. So be Greg up Greg says so handicapped people have to pay to park in a food lot. <laughs> it's no, it's it's provided. <laughs> oh, oh, so valet's just, provided. So they just don't tip. Then, then, so there's no pressure for them to tip. It's it's a service provi providing. That's the whole point. Is the, Did you the, actually see a Lamborghini with an 18 year old? Kid? I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. It was right outside of Taco Mamacita in Jack Brown's. And I was eating, uh, I was eating burgers and having a beer with a buddy of mine. We actually called the tow truck on the Lamborghini. Now we left. I don't know if the you tow know, truck never came, you didn't see it but through. No, these snot nosed YouTube Facebook. It, the 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 uh license plate on the Lamborghini said FB ads. So it's Facebook ads. Oh god. So true story. Right, who, I actually implemented that. Who who won? Who won that? All right. So uh Zach or Austin, comment in the so, comment section. We need a good, I think this is a close one. I do too. We've had one that are kind of one-sided. I'm up one, seven, six. Zach or Austin, put type the people person that you think won the argument. Puka says both good. That's not it. Uh Titans for Life says uh Austin got you close though. So there's one for me. Gregory's me. Jarrell, Zach. Uh, uh, then there's me. Picks. You're starting to pull away. I'm a starting little bit. to pull away. Up. Oh, Dylan says, I think it's Zach. And that's I'm Dylan. Back. That's not Dylan. That is definitely Dylan. No, that's Dylan. He will be Dylan. Dylan. Good. Titans. Time. Kyle says, I go with Austin this round. Maven says, Austin. Austin. Uh, shade ahead. Zach. His was a harder sale from Tracy. Tracy's biased, though. My man, Tracy. Is that the same Tracy? Yeah, that's the same Tracy. Okay. I, I think I win. It's close. There's another. There's, now there's, now there's more Zacks coming in, but. I mean, this is close. I have to go with Zach from Johnny Lee. I'm starting to get some last second Brent votes. says awesome because George DK Titans, so Zach. I mean, I, this is as close of a tie as we've had. All right. I, I don't know what to do. Uh, Kyle Dupree, Zach, Dadson, Zach. Brett says Austin. Now the real the real guy says Austin. Uh, Joshua says Zach. Kyle says Zach. <sighs> I don't know what to do here. I, I think this is a draw. Louis says 60-40 Austin. I think this is a draw. I think. I don't think so. It's seven. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, of course you don't think so, but it is. I, I I came on strong with some votes. You did. You had a big. I thought you you definitely came out of the gates, but I think I, I started to come back. I think this is a draw, and we just have to figure out: is it just? Bobby says I like how Austin only counts his name and Zach only counts his. Well, of, course. of course, they're trying to win, <laughs> yeah. play to win yeah. the game. I'm not gonna be like, oh look, Austin, Austin, Austin. Oh, All right, people are asking for overtime. I don't know. Do you have another second sales job ready? Uh, no, I think that the only way to to do a tiebreaker in my life, I, I have I have more bad sales jobs ready to go. Oh no no! I I it, we don't we don't. I think that the only way to do a tiebreaker then it's a draw is is rock paper scissors two no, out of three. No, that has nothing. That's that, the, that's worse than college football overtime. It has nothing to do with the actual game. That's the point. No, it's a tiebreaker. No. I will take a draw more than that. But you don't want to play? No, well, it's rock, paper, scissors. It has nothing to do with anything. Exactly. That I, is I'm, Rochambeau. Look, I'm down. 
I'm down to do another round of bad sales. No, jokes. we say that's still next week. That's next Monday. Well, if you can't find another overtime that has nothing to do with what we've been doing, it's a coin flip. Brent, Brent said he counted 14 to nine Austin. Brent doesn't know it, it doesn't have all of the availability. Well, true. Face, face, very true. Facebook. So very least, true. Facebook's on my side. So, so Brent, your, your comment doesn't matter. Yeah, I agree with Ted Flat. That's as bad as flipping a coin for like high school football playoffs in Texas. <laughs> Friday Night Live. <laughs> I know, right? You enter, yeah. <laughs> all right, well, then we do a draw. I think it's a draw. It's seven. I think we ended as a seven, draw. Seven, six, and one. It was, that's fine. Well, we didn't. We had nine, seven, and one earlier in the show, so we might as well. End All right, that. seven, six, and one. Uh, that's bad. That's good show. performances. Bond Neither performance sides. deserves a loss. Yeah, fair, fair. All right, guys. I hope you guys have a great Monday. Again, eleven a.m. Be ready for that. Uh, Buck Rising comes up on the zone at ten. Also, uh, prime time tonight at eight. There's a bunch of college basketball games. Don't forget to jump on the Bet MGM train. Download the app. Use our code ATOZ Sports podcasts out on the podcast network to so check those out. We'll see you guys tomorrow morning for sports trivia. Thanks for watching guys. Adios.